Have you made an honest review? Jump onto fifthwrist.com and read real takes by real owners about their watches. And of course, get involved and write about what's on your wrist. Fifthwrist.com is your independent space to talk watches. <laughs> Are you recording already, you drongo? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can't hear you, no. Oh, what the? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, I'm waiting. Uh... I'll just have a drink while I'm waiting. I'll open my drink. All right, wait a minute. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's all right. What are you doing? Did that work, that system? Yeah, but it, I, I haven't necessarily done it that way before. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but it worked this time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what somebody, I can't remember who, was, somebody said it couldn't, uh, I want to say Michael, but surely it couldn't be Michael that figured out something. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He just snorted on air. <laughs> uh. How's it going? Good. Happy birthday, Rob. It's not, it's not my birthday. My birthday's next year. <laughs> it was your birthday, though. It was my birthday at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Am I supposed to say thank you? I, know, I noticed you didn't repost my bromance post, but you reposted everyone else's bullshit. Did I not re- repost yours? It hurts, Rob. It hurts. <laughs> I'm so I take sorry. time to find that a moon animated jeff that says love you to the moon and back i i, I was i couldn't i tried but i couldn't I, i'm telling you i can't repost all all posts okay anything Just with a repost everyone's apart from mine that's fine no no okay the other ones didn't have if, there, if, there, if there's um gifts and stuff or stuff stuff not gifts but stuff that moves uh for some reason i can't repost them sorry i tried okay. it doesn't even give me the option anyway i could i could have just taken a screenshot i suppose no, no. No, 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 it's not so. Okay. No. <laughs> so, just you and me, eh? We're back. Yeah. We are back. You going to do the intro? Uh, what now? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go. Well, after the. What? No, I'm waiting for five seconds. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Shit. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's enough. I don't know how long I waited for. Welcome back to the Rob and the Regulator show on Fifth Wrist Radio. This is Rob, uh, and the Regulator is here somewhere, isn't he? Hello, I'm here. Oh, yeah, hello, hello, hello. Just the two of us. Just the, the two, two of us. us. Again. Yeah. It's lovely, isn't it's it? It's fantastic. It's, it's, I was so looking forward to doing it tonight because, I mean, you know, as nice as it is to have guests and, and, and cameo performances left, right, and center, it's good just to sit back and chat, you know? Where it all, where yeah. it all be- I can't say where it all began because it's kind of began with you and you and defining time. But I was there, you know, soon afterwards, and and here we are, basically. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how many I've done, but and now we've got like third wheel Michael there all the time. Michael's going to be very upset when he finds out we recorded <laughs> this. I spoke to him yesterday. Oh yeah, and I was like, we should do our two and a half watchmakers soon. I was actually, I, no, actually, I spoke to him and I said, um, I saw there was a couple of posts from. Andy Green from OT the podcast with him and Michael, oh, yeah. and then Michael Michael tried to call me, and I said, then I, I called him back. He said, "You're not, you're not leaving to go to OT the podcast, are you?" <laughs> and he said, "I am going to die 
on Fifth Wrist Radio. That's what he said. Is he going to try and do both? About <laughs> no. He said he, he said um, he's going to. He started talking about how we were going to be doing a thousand episodes, and we're going to be ninety still doing the podcast. And I said that was possibly wishful thinking on my part. Mm, yeah, I don't think it lasts that long. Obviously. So <laughs> I don't think I was. I, I went for a run earlier on today. What? Who was chasing you? <laughs> Please, <laughs> I don't have a mask on. <laughs> How did they go for a run with a mask on? I mean, <laughs> seriously, you went for a run? Yeah, I went for a run with a mask on. Yeah. What, you get down to the corner shop to get your C's or something, or what? You get your, get your. No. No? I'm trying to, because I'm off for six weeks, I'm on stand down or whatever the thing is. So I thought I should um, start looking after the old temple. What is a temple? <laughs> That's good. Thing. That's good. I'm impressed. But one run doth not make us the sports person. <laughs> no, I'm an elite, elite athlete. No, I've been for a few now, actually, over the last... Right. Winter. Yeah. Are you trying to catch up with me in my squash playing, uh, bike riding Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, once lifestyle. I heard you took exercise, I was like, fuck, I need to get my shit together. Yep, yep, you do. You do, actually. Yeah. No, but don't worry, you, you... I'm not setting the bar very high, like with most things. Like with my... <laughs> um... Yeah, that's good though. That's good. You, you got it. It's not. It's not bad. I mean, you know, your age. You're getting old now. Yeah. Anyway, we won't talk about that. Uh, what are we going to talk about? Are you, are you, are you sculling a, a pint of uh, white Russian there? No, you know, I, I had a, I've had two pints of. Um, I know it probably offsets the exercise part. I had two pints of white Russian once I got back from a run. <laughs> um, but now I've run out of vodka, and it seems like only yesterday I bought. That liter of a two liter, liter bottle of absolute, <laughs> and but it goes quick. It does when you make pint pints. glasses. Yeah. yeah, well, I can imagine. I was going to make one tonight, but then I, I got, I got sort of uh, well, had dinner and stuff, and then I was, I didn't think until it was already too late, and I thought I would just grab a, grab something in the fridge. So, uh, <laughs> um, what, what do you have when you make a white Russian? How do you make it? Yeah, pretty much same as your your recipe, really. Um, Kahlua. Milk. I mean, Kahlua, Kahlua vodka and and uh, milk. I think. Um, you know, you're supposed to use cream on the Kahlua bottle. It says. I have done, but uh, cream. That's a bit over the top. Very rich. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it's rich is good. Um, I have when I've got liquid cream in the fridge, and I have to be honest, it's been years since I've made a white Russian. To be honest, I don't think I've, I think I'm past that that stage. But I mean, I'm I'm kind of actually kind of keen to get back. You know, get to, to to whip one up because I do remember they were good. I don't think I could do a pint of cream, though. I don't think I can afford to drink, to drink it. I can afford like a lot of vodka and a lot of Kahlua. I have to, I have to buy like a pint of like thickened cream every time I want yeah. to drink. It's a lot. So. Well, does it say just cream instead of milk, or just a bit of cream and milk? Yeah, cream. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, that's, cream. No, that's yeah, quite hefty. Yeah, that's that's a bit that's a bit solid. No, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be doing that. I think I've I've done them with both, but not um, not just cream. Yeah. You feel like those cats walking around you there. Um, so that was—is that what you're, what are you drinking now? Oh, so I've got a pint of red and uh, Great Uncle Kenny's amazing Wakachangi. Oh, good. <laughs> it's my last one. I need to get some more actually. Well, I, my my damn Murphy's has run out. I keep running out now. I can't. I can hardly get it. So I'm sort of rationing them. But uh, what's the? You can't just say a pint of red. You got to say what it is. You know. You know. I'm pretending to be a wine connoisseur here. I need, you know what? I need I was, to know. I, <laughs> I was I was almost going to go on to Dan Murphy's and look up like the really expensive red wines. 
to start to start testing you and just pull out some yeah okay fantastic <laughs> red but I, I yeah i couldn't be fucked but i have um i've got a really i've got a, not a very not a super nice bottle of white but i've got a bottle of white nice bottle of white to drink for the jcb episode right <laughs> okay i actually speaking of um dan murphy's i went in the other day and I did have a look at the reds, uh, the 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 the, the, um, the premier section, you know, one with the, in the fridge, a locked up fridge. Yeah. And I took some photos, and here they are now. I'm just going to have a look at it. There's a there's a there's a red I used to really enjoy from um, Bordeaux called uh, Lunch Badge or Lynch Badge Bags is what what's, how you'd sort of say it on the, on the label. Um, I used to get them for about forty bucks a bottle, and they were quite expensive then. Right? But I used to get them, you know, bulk. I used to get by the case, forty francs a bottle. Now two hundred and forty six dollars a bottle, <laughs> so it's, oh, they've been priced way out of my way, way out of my uh, budget basically. And I found another one I used to get for about thirty dollars, and it's one hundred and twenty six dollars a bottle. All these um Bordeaux. Listen, you're lucky if you can even get stuff. I remember when I lived in Tasmania. Yes, Tasmania. I like the the white I drink is uh, Chablis. I really love a nice. Oh, okay classes shabbly mm. and i went to i went around so many because we were living in kind of rural ish tasmania i went around <laughs> all these bottle shops and i was like hi i'm looking for some shabbly and i was trying to explain to the guy and then he was asking he's like what what kind of price range is it and i was like well back in the uk it's about i don't know like 60 or 70 pounds a bottle so i don't know like, uh, like 110 120 the guy's like what no no we like the most expensive <laughs> wine we've got is like $60 and that's champagne. So it wasn't until I actually moved to the mainland I could actually start I could start getting Chablis. Right, okay. Yeah, that's a bit posh for them down there. Mm. What do you mean kind of rural? Isn't all of Tasmania rural? Um, um, but pardon my ignorance. Yeah, you got Hobart and then you've got everything else. Right, okay. Yeah, I need to get back down there actually. It's nice. We should go down. We should go for Robfest on one of the legs. We'll go to Colac first. Then second, second leg. <laughs> yes. Season. I like Third it. Leg. Hobart. Then we're legless. Okay. We can we can do the um the did you go to the Mona? You know the No, 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 I haven't been there since I was a kid. Wasn't even there then. Oh, okay. So you can go you can do you've got a catamaran from Hobart to mm. um the Mona art gallery place and you can go in something called the the posh pit on this catamaran and it's a 15 minute journey and if you go in the posh pit it's unlimited alcohol there and back so so obviously i opted for that (laughs) so i stuck to champagne there and back and i think i did five it's a it's like a 14 minute journey so i think i did five glasses of champagne there and six nilly back <laughs> and so i asked i got as i was staggered off the the catamaran i said can you tell me what the, what the record is and the oh no the guy said um what do you mean i was like what's the re- what's like what's the most someone's drunk and he said uh, some irish guy did 13 beers one way and i was like oh, fuck, <laughs> doesn't sound like an irish guy <laughs> no <laughs> But we should go down. Yeah, we'll go there for a Rob Fest. Okay. Yeah, I'm keen. Um, um, you got to stop saying these places we're going to go for a Rob, Rob Fest because there's going to be no places left soon um, in, the, in the world. Well, I'm drinking a Wacker Changi um, as a first first base. 
Uh, and then I've got a what have I got? A, um, one of those young Henry's ciders again because I'm, I'm I'm easing off the whack of changes. I can't triple park them because I've none. Otherwise, I have none left, and I'll be gone another three weeks without them. So one whack of changes maximum per podcast. What's the percentage on the young Henry's? I don't know. It's a, a fair bit. Um, oh, and then I got my whiskey, like, like sort of standing waiting if if I if I really need that. Uh, it's a cloudy cider. Um, I think I looked the other day and it was kind of substantial, but I can't figure. I don't know. Can't say. It would be like eight percent or something for that. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that's what I think it was. Um, don't know. I got to get my loop out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's only one point four drinks, so you know. I got for a that's some, something else I've got to get next time I'm down at the bottle of what? Kahlua vodka. Well, I could try again. I have to start buying <laughs> buying the ciders so we can work on a sponsorship deal. Oh, for me. sure. Yeah, we'll have young Henry and Uncle Kenny. <laughs> exactly. I still can't see where it does go be legally. They must have something on here showing this can, surely. Well, it says 1.4. It's not that much because the Waka Changi is 1.3. Yeah, yeah, no, actually, you're right. I think I must have been looking at something else the other day. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so that's that. Oops, can you hear me? I'm leaning over here. Um, what are you wearing? On your wrist, um, I was wearing. No, you just was wearing, and you're gonna be wearing. What are you wearing now? I'm wearing my. <laughs> Wait a minute. You can tell me later what you was wearing. <laughs> I'm wearing my. Uh, what is it? What is it? A CBX. Oh, SBX. You flipping bath plug. SBX. No, it's GBX. You plank. GBX, what is it? One hundred. One hundred. I just in the yeah, number. Where my GBX one hundred? Because I was out. I was out running. So. I oh. And do you know how many steps you took and stuff, and how many calories you burned? Does that does that measure that? It it tell it it does tell you that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it tells you that, but it does. It can. Really. It can. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What about the tides? <laughs> it, yeah. Well, I was running around a lake, so it could be. Oh, fair enough. Still not useful for running around. Mm-hmm. Like, but I was wearing, I was wearing, wearing various speedmasters over the course of the day. But I put, um, yeah. Did you have your bathrobe on when you're running? Put this on. No, <laughs> I'm disappointed. That'd be a good look. Be a good. I was look. wearing a mask though. I think I, I deserve well, some a Batman mask for, or, or a yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. leather leather mask. Gimp mask. No, I've, I've hit, I've hit my, uh, I've hit my steps for the day, so I must have done okay. Okay, and how many, how many is that? Who knows? Ten thousand or. Ten thousand? Oh no, sorry. Tw- I've done twelve. I've, I'm over. I've done twelve thousand seven hundred sixty-seven steps for the day. Goodness, you know, the prize is still here. It's not passed out. And that measures out on that watch. The uh, GB, what is it? SB GB <laughs> GBX one hundred. I'm gonna figure that Ten out. Ten and a half watchmakers, limited edition, mm-hmm. in in Geneva blue colors. Geneva blue, blue. It's a, it's a stunner of a watch. <laughs> I haven't done it since the last time we talked it, I think, on the podcast. <laughs> I thought you said you didn't like it as much when you saw it in person. The colour wasn't as, as bright as I thought it was going to be. That's the only issue. But the rest of it was up to my expectations, which were pretty low, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back in the draw it goes. Yeah, okay. What have you got on? Oh, well, now you ask. Um, I've got that old Felicitas uh, Corno. Oh, yeah, lovely. That I posted. It's, it's about a 36 mil, I think, 35, 36 mil. 
yeah. 60s, I think, late 60s, I've worked it out. Cronoy from Neuchâtel. Actually, you know, I really just bought it because it had Neuchâtel on the dial. Uh, Felicitas, I'd, I'd heard of it, but it didn't really. Yeah, they made millions of these these watches back in the day, uh, literally. But because it had, because I like Neuchâtel, and I kind of get, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice town. And so I said, oh, yeah, I get that. I don't know, I think I'm, I'm going to sell it. No one wants to buy it. Um, it's for sale <laughs> with two Geneva blue straps, black and brown. Sorry, what? The movement. What's the movement? Yeah. It's um, uh, Londeron. Is that a Landeron? Exactly. 248 off the top of my head. <laughs> You're looking at my post, <laughs> cheeky bugger. It is. It's a land. Well, you'd say the Swiss would say Londeron. Uh, uh, yeah. 248. Of course, that's what you meant, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is a Lond- it is a Londres two four eight. Yes, which is a nice little movement, and it's quite. It's one of the ones that's all um like pink plated, pink gold plated type type oh. thing. So it's really really nice. Um, it's like the old Amiga ones, you know. Except obviously the Chrono. It's a um, what do you call it? A cam run Chrono, as in not not a column wheel, but it's still a still a nice little Chrono. Yeah, nice nice little fat pushers on it as well. Yes. How long have you had this one for? Uh, um, about a week. I think not even. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is this a birthday present to yourself? No, I just saw it last week, and uh, I talked to the guy, and why? Well, yeah, you could. Yeah, you could class it as a birthday present, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I think I picked it up on Friday, so it's not even a week old. It was one of the things where I I looked at, it, I liked. I mean, it, you know, the price was right, so I thought I'll grab it, and I want want to get it serviced. I'm a bit dubious about the the running, and yeah, then I'll I'll sell it if I get sick of it, but I'm not I'm not. I don't think I'm going to get sick of it for a little while. That's a problem. I want to sell something else. The dial else. looks great on it. It's a great the dial. dial. Yeah, it is a nice dial. Very, very clean. Very well, clean. it's clean. Uh, under a loop, it's quite scratched. Um, it's, got, okay. yeah, it's got circular. Terrible dial. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not terrible. Yeah. It's not terrible. <laughs> it's in between quite good and, and, and <laughs> terrible. Um, it's got a tiny bit of, uh, not a corrosion, but just uh, you know, signs of, of um, water Damage tiny, tiny bits, and there's also yeah. circular scratching uh, around where the hands have been dragging in the center. Um, yeah. But yeah, you really have to have a look to, to see any of this stuff, and it's which is which is good. It's fine. The case is not in great great condition, but uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a what is it a fifty fifty really fifty year old this watch? Thing. <laughs> it's a fifty year old watch. Trust, uh, trust me, for the price, I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna I'll sell it, but I won't. I won't nah, it's not gonna be a silly price. And for, for, for is the, this a birth year watch? Nah. I don't think so. It could be. It actually, you know, it could be, but roughly. But, but uh, how do you figure it out? They probably made. I think they probably made. I think when I looked up, there's at least two or three million uh, of that of that caliber. So it's you know, it's not rare. They're gonna have. To have I a, haven't seen one like this before. I haven't seen one. Neither. of this brand. No. Well, they have a. I have seen one once back in Switzerland, which was a Panda dial, which was probably even nicer, and it was in really good condition. So no, I've not in Australia. I've not. I've not seen one. So when I saw it, I thought, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Um, Lovely. So that's what I'm wearing, basically, on a Geneva blue uh, <laughs> black Hoyn leather strap, which is it's an 18 mil strap, so it's perfect. So I can just, 18 mil lugs, sorry, so I can just chop and change. And print it's 18 black. mil, but the watch is 30, what did you say, 36? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's it's a great proportion. I mean, those it big, looks great. The big, the big pushers look great. And there's a decent size yeah, crown. Yeah. yeah. What do they call them? You call them mushroom pushers i think on a, if it was on a speedmaster mushroom mm, yeah possibly they don't look like mushrooms but yeah it's like the old the old daytona as well have the without the you know they had the screwing pushers yeah it's um they're nice they're nice i like it yeah so there you go good that's what i'm wearing 
on the left wrist, okay. and on the right wrist, I'm I'm not wearing any. Oh. <laughs> I just thought I'd get you going. I know uh, you do. You get me every, no get me every day. No jewel wristing tonight. Uh, what are we doing tonight? I don't know. What are we going to talk about? Um, I thought since it was your birthday yesterday, no, I, can I pick thought what I we talk could about. do. No. no. <laughs> I thought we could do uh, what's in Rob's drawers. Oh, because I know we've we've serious? had many, many, many Attempts? messages <laughs> from people saying, when is the next... What's in I don't actually believe you. I don't know. You, you can make up stuff no. with messages. No, honestly, like a, like an event, like a, I've been putting it off for as long as possible because it's boring. You don't just want to give the audience what they want all the time. Of course not. You need to, no. yeah. Mm. You bring out the big blockbusters mm, yeah, once true. a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you want to do a what's in? We do a draw said, what, once know, a year. You then. did say. You did say we didn't get to the good drawers yet. No, but every time I suggest it, you say, no, it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you really want to? Yeah, um, if you want to. I, I, what, have you, what, what have people enjoyed in the last few podcasts? Um, apart from, well, not hearing what's in my drawers. Um, the $50 billion girl was good. I like that one. I like that. Oh, podcast. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, are, you, are you there? Yeah. yeah. Are you drinking? Sorry. Uh, didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, I'm here. Yep. Um, yeah, there's been a few, been a few, yeah, a few no, cool yeah, ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to put it off. I'm trying to not, not get a draw. I don't have to reach across and get a draw. Well, while I'm getting my draw out, have you, have you got to get out of your seat. No, 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 no. I can just bend over. If I bend not too, I can tip my chair over a bit and try not to spill my beer. In the meantime, um, yeah. is any of your new watches come out? Anything interesting? Yeah, don't talk about any no, watch I was stuff. having a look. I was having a look today. There's nothing. Not much on there. Not much happening. No. You're gonna go for the. Although next... there's a lot of people who are now looking to get the um, that Alexander Nesterenko watch that Scaramanga oh, really? was talking yeah, about. Yeah, I can imagine. A few people have been messaging me saying they want to get one. Really? So. We need to do a we need to do a proper fifth wrist version. Yeah, that's what I was actually saying to to people. It'd be a cool one. Yeah, it'd be a cool one to get. I would actually maybe get that for my fortieth. Yeah, yeah, cool. birthday watch. That'd be a pretty cool. When's the other one coming? One. When's the um, indicator? I'd, Ro- Roman sent me a, a picture of the guys polishing the bezel. Mm. So, okay. I don't know. To the you know what those, Roman, those, uh, those Russians are like. So, <laughs> Yeah. There's a new Ming coming out. Well, actually, it's come out already. There's a one half that's gone, and I think the next one comes out next weekend, I think. Um, actually, yeah, the, the second, diver. Yeah. I don't mind it. Yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was cool. Yeah, I might, I might go for it. I'm not sure, but lots of people said in our kind of in our crew, some people weren't really feeling it. What is it? Is it four grand? I don't care if not feeling it. I'll buy if I like it. No, I know, I know, but no, I was just yeah, I was it's not it's, it's, that it's, people it's... weren't feeling it because it was. It, it, mm. I thought it's kind of different, different enough. Yeah, that people would be into it. It's got a nice big crown on it. The bit yeah, like is really cool. Yeah, it's still got the kind of Ming vibe to it yeah but... yeah 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 yeah. i might have look at that if i'm if i'm if i'm in the right mood and i'm happen to be online next i think it's next saturday not this coming saturday one after i might try and grab them depending how the bank account's looking by then which is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a bit yeah a bit, bit iffy can go up and down quite suddenly mostly down <laughs> there's all, one interesting thing there's also coming up there's a sale coming up in um i think it's in the uk fellows auctions 
uh, next weekend or the following week with a Dirty Dozen complete set. Uh, Ooh, the originals, okay. yeah, the old, an old Dirty Dozen, basically. And they're quite rare, apparently, the full sets. As you can imagine, you know, you, you probably you yeah. spend years tracking down each one and to have have a set come up, that's kind of rare. They reckon it's going to go for 25,000 pounds minimum. So it's, um, that's not within my budget, but it could be interesting to follow. I'd like to see. Um, Do you think they'll get more money out of it selling it as a full yeah, I set? Yeah, have to. Yeah, I think yeah? so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you get tracked down the watches, and if you find the right guy, and you do, you know, you, you negotiate and stuff, I'm sure that you know, you can you can sort of slowly build it up over years. And I mean, that's all part of the fun, isn't it? Tracking them down. But I, I, I yeah, I'm ninety percent sure. Well, actually, we don't have a clue. But I, is that not kind of like cheating a little bit, like just buying the full thing? Yes, I suppose. But you know, as I'm sure you'll find enough buyers to 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 want to have the full lot without without waiting or without going through the patient process of accumulating them i, I don't know when we had benoit on and he was talking about like that was that'd be something that he would like to do maybe not all of them but he would consider kind of looking trying to yeah, yeah. one or two here and there over the years well, he's up to one isn't he he's up to one yeah he's got a good start <laughs> yeah. a, good solid, a good solid start <laughs> yeah but if you get if you just go and buy them all no I look guess, i agree I, know, I guess that's the benefit of being Filthy wealthy yes well we wouldn't buy them all obviously it's, it's much more there's no attraction in that to me obviously but uh, you know i think it's you know i'm, I'm pretty sure you know if they, if they talk it up enough and people go online they find out what it's all about some guys and there's people with too much money yeah they, they'll, they'll, they'll sell pretty well i think it's only happened maybe you know it's maybe only the second or third time it's like a set has ever been offered a full set okay so yeah it's rare enough to be to attract some buyers i think Oh, no, I thought it was interesting. I, I was going to like the idea, but as I said, I've never really, well, always liked it. I don't really, I've read about them over the years. I never really actually did much research into them until not that long ago, until before I bought that, whichever one that was I bought. Which you still haven't got. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to get a drawer, okay? Um, okay. Send me, the, oh, send me the bottom drawer, which is the biggest one. And Are you going straight for the big guns? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to start at the bottom now. Oh, that's a bit boring. <laughs> Oh, it's just like a load of toilet paper. Yeah, that's where I keep my toilet paper. Receipts, receipts from 1989 <laughs> for long distance trips. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where do I start? Now I've got somewhere, somewhere to stack all this stuff as I take it out. There's a few little um. There's a watch tray. When you were when you were a um, flying watchmaker, <laughs> all over the place, uh, different workshops you have. I, yeah, there's little trays like a. It's got a tray with a lid to put your tools in, basically, just enough yeah. for, for basic tools. That's where I keep my one of those. It's an AP tray. I'm sure they're specifically made up for, not AP, but watch brands. That's what I got from AP. I've got my little, you know, the the the, um, the rippled uh, corrugated rubber? Yeah. You have yeah. that at the bottom of your drawers and stuff? Yeah. I, I don't, I've, I've only got it in, you know, the little bit, the kind of cubby hole or the pigeonhole or whatever you'd call it in the center of your bench. Mm -hmm. I've got it in there for my many wonderful tweezers that ah, sit, right. sit there i've got my plastic um plastic tweezers for my batteries and <laughs> Sorry. my yeah. other plastic tweezers from, now i've got like my yeah six or seven tweezers sitting in there on on that but that's the only area that i've got got that stuff in really. right what's okay. the benefit of having that in bigger drawers um oh it's not in the big drawer this is in the little drill drawers but it's in that it's in that little little case i've been using for oh, different okay. workshops um 
Yeah, no, I don't think there's any advantage in a big, in a big draw. There's little, the little top draws of my layouts. They, they all have them, but I haven't. I mean, because I come across a big roll once and stole it um, from, from, from work somewhere. I don't know. Protect your tools, I suppose. Uh, yeah, so for the listeners, it's like it's like a kind of rubbery, corrugated, kind of low-profile roll of some, something. You put yeah, some of it's stick. My one's double uh, sorry, not double sided. It's got sticky back, and it looks like it's designed to prevent things from rolling around. But it's normally in your bench where things aren't. <laughs> if your bench is rolling around, unless you're a watchmaker on a cruise ship or something. I don't, I don't know what benefit it's going to be, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's not. Um, yeah, I don't know. Actually, I really, I mean, it's yeah. Uh, what's the point? I, I've got, I've got a tray up on my my little watchmaking area, which has has got it all in as well. If you, I guess you can just cut it nicely to fit in whatever whatever little tray or whatever your tools are on, and it kind of does keep them apart. And I don't know, might 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 lengthen the life of your tools um, marginally. I don't know. Um, anyway, so there's that. That's the most exciting. That's the most exciting thing. This is a good start. Yeah, it's a good start, isn't it? Drawer. We've got some corrugated (laughs) material. I've got a uh, cigar box here, Habanos Cohiba, which is full of screwdrivers. Oh, look at that! (laughs) Um, A couple of which I got out today. I was looking for some. Do you have any in-between size screwdrivers or just even ones? Because I was looking in here today and I found. We have we had when we first did started AP as well as the standard screwdrivers. We also have a a seventy, a ninety, and a one ten screwdriver, as in 0.7 mil, 0.9 mil. Do you use those? No, but I I've got a couple of screwdrivers that I've re, like spare ones that I've kind of reprofiled to be a <laughs> okay. different size. Right. Okay. But there's a special colors and everything. I mean, I mean, for the listeners, you know, there's 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 screwdrivers that are from. 20s, 40s, 60s, 80s, 100, 120 are the, the common ones, 20, 120, which are like the 100 is one mil across, right? The, the width of the width of the shaft, and then it goes down to 0. 0.8 mil, 0. 0.6, 0. 0.4, 0. 0.3, 0. Oh, sorry, 0. 0.2. And then, and then, but there are ones in between, they're special color, they're a light blue, there's a pink one, there's a silvery. So I got the, the, um, the proper ones I got, version. And there's a whole bunch of screwdrivers which are, um, proprietary sort of um, bits as in AP and Richard Mill, um, a few of those. Nothing, uh, nothing exciting. Your polishing class with my piggy. I've got uh, my poire, my other poire. When we're talking about the poires. Yeah. Two hands. This is my... <laughs> All the time now, every time I use it, <laughs> I think I'm thinking about that and your poire or the, what is it? A pear? Is that yeah, yeah, pear basically, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking about, and honestly, it, it ruins, it further ruins my job thinking about you saying that or thinking about Michael <laughs> using two at the same time. That was me using two. I was, was using two. They oh. made me dexterous. Okay. <laughs> Don't give Michael the credit. Jeez. <laughs> I've probably got three. I'll send you another one so you can have two of them. Probably you can have one in your foot or something. <laughs> one one, day, one yeah. under your arm like a bagpipe. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. Uh, there's not much left. Uh, there's um, there's a, then there's a. Speaking of screwdriver bits, uh, I don't know if you, at the start, I set a little box full of different bits for different movements that I did with AP as a, as I you know, as I start as I went through all different movements. The six four nine seven, for example, is a bunch of bits that are ground and shaped to the screws on that movement. And then you go to a different movement, you do another bunch of bits, a screwdriver bits. I'm talking about. 
And I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven different movements worth of screwdriver bits in here. That's very exciting <laughs> for the listeners. How often, while we're talking about screwdrivers, <clears throat> I had something hilarious. Well, for me, ha- hilarious happened at work. So when I had my what is a watch training mm, oh yeah, um, yep. recently, and one of the people that was on the training, the the training lady was talking about um sharpening screwdrivers and like how how do you do it and what do you use and do you use a sharpening stone do you use a little that little wheel thing thing Mm -hmm. that you use um and i was saying i just use i have various levels of of kind of paper sandpaper or whatever that that i use magic paper yeah yeah and i I find i get the bit I, i i can do it best with that yeah and then she asked the other person and she said oh no i just like I don't sharpen my screwdrivers. I just go and get new. I just go and get new heads for it. <laughs> new bits. And the woman said, "What? What? That's why they were gone." Yeah. She's like, "I oh, know. I just yeah. I don't. I, I don't have time to to do that. So I just wow. I just swap them out." And this woman's face just it just dropped, and she's like, she didn't know what to say. She just, she just said, um, "Well, just next time that happens, just which is strange. She said, next time that happens, just bring them bring them to me, and I'll I'll sharpen them for you or something." Which was. Man, they got alone. No wonder you got no bits left in the drawer. Um, <sighs> no, <laughs> that's amazing. It kind of doesn't surprise me though. It's getting more and more like that, isn't it? To throw away society, you're not going to actually work on anything and make it. But when I said I've got, I've got that little roller thing, but I, you, I, I do have it, but I don't use it. You said what, what you use, I don't use that. Uh, I don't know where I got it from even. Um, yeah, I use it very, very rarely, um, and I've showed people, but I don't, I don't use it. I just do it by hand with a file and stuff, basically. I mean. I've, but yeah, you need to be able to re. You need to be able to oh, absolutely reprofile yours. It's a, a pr- primordial. What's that word? It, it's a necessary part of yeah watchmaking. It's one of the first things to learn how to do. Obviously, it's it's probably the only thing. It's the only thing I can tick off the watchmaking <laughs> checklist of of things I'm actually competent in. Yeah, okay. It's when whenever people come look at my screwdrivers, my bench might be a total riot, but they go, "Okay, yeah, okay. Pretty, screwdrivers are pretty good." Fair enough. Yeah, well, you got to be yeah. got to have something right. I mean, right? Yeah, I've got to I've got to have something good for it. But yeah, that's amazing. Hey, eh? just to what else have I got? I've got a little uh, carrot reader to measure gemstones for some reason not that i've been using many, many of those but this little box which i spoke about before which has tiny tiny taps and dies and drills in them which are minuscule it's in it it's in an old box probably 100 years old um about 12 mil high with a sliding lid inside um and there i have little um drill bits and taps you know to thread holes down to uh 0.8 0.08 millimeters, eight hundredths of a millimeter. That's quite small. Okay. What would you use that for? You wouldn't. Um, right. Oh well, no, you, you use it. Um, yeah, I'm drilling out. Oh, what would you use it for? It's more like for jigs and stuff. Not the movement itself. That'll all be done by. Well, they would have back in the day to do the holes in movements. Um, there's small holes to put 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 uh, pins in on a movement or whatever. But really, these days, you, you, you very rarely use it, and you need to probably you need to have a little the tiny lathe. Basically, the turning, mm. you know, the little pivoting lathe and whatever to get it a proper aligned and so you don't put, you know, don't break it or anything. You, the bigger ones you can use with a hand holder, but they're not, well, entirely accurate like that. There's also some akirisua, uh, what are that? What is that? A um, brooch, cutting brooches, which you know, to, to, to make holes a bit bigger. There's a little tiny, the smallest one, they've got a tiny little glass tube there with a cork in it, a tiny, tiny glass tube, um, which some dude put in there. 
decades ago, obviously, with two of the smallest drill bits, which are um, eight hundredths of a millimetre, and you can't see them when they could eye. It's bananas. Anyway, that's my little. There's hundreds of little uh, taps and dies and drills in that box, which I've got from some old dude. And I have a box of all the possible and imaginable screwdrivers used for Ublu watches. <laughs> Don't know where I got that from. I've never actually done much with Ublu. Probably from a shop I used to work at or something in Switzerland. Uh, with all you know, the special screws with the little H screws with two. two yeah. So they're gonna hollow it out a bit. This is what it's all about, though. If people come to you, right? This is if somebody comes to me and says, "I've got this thing." Do you want it? You just immediately say yes. Oh, you don't even think about like it. The, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Before, because if you think, if you take a second to think about it, someone else, yeah, I said, I, I said come I along it. and snatch it out there. It doesn't. If you take a second to think about what the tool is actually even for, it's too late. <laughs> Absolutely, you just grab it. That's why I was good. Being a watchmaker working in a shop is is a bit kind of rare. I mean, in a retail shop. Not not at the back, but you know, on the floor, and they have cupboards and stuff, stuff full of gear that, that I have no clue what it's about. And the place in Switzerland, their sister boutique, that had it was a multi-brand boutique, so they had a lot of brands they didn't even have anymore, and they had a lot of old tooling and stuff. And you know, I'd just go through and say, "I'll oh, clean this up. I'll just let's just chuck this stuff out." And they'd say, "Yeah, okay." And so you just go through and get all the good stuff, get get all the old tools and stuff. And I've got a couple, of, had a couple of sets. Yeah, of- it's. It's funny that you're talking about people in, in the shops. I, I trained up some, um, which is terrifying statement to make, <laughs> but I trained up some people who went on to work in the Longines boutiques as, as technicians. Yeah, okay. And I remember I would just go in and, like, I'm always out, or I was before COVID, always out in the, the watch shops in Melbourne anyway, going around and, and just going and seeing stuff. So I would go in and, and check them out. And they had such, they got all the like the latest stuff because customers have got to see that you have, Yeah, you can't have like a shitty old case back knife that looks no, like a no, 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 you no. better have the <laughs> best stuff. So I would go in and the people would be like, I've got all this, like, do you know what this is for? And I was like, I've never even seen that shit before. So I'm not <laughs> sure, but. And then you stick, stick it in your pocket. Oh, that's not good. You don't need that. I love that. I, I, I would have, but uh, too, much, too many CCTV cameras. Ah, yes. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Okay. And, uh, so I, gotta, but I think I've, I may have talked about this one before. I think it's migrated from another drawer. It's, um, <laughs> it's <laughs> This is going to ruin this segment if you uh, move the drawers right now. No, you don't. No, no, no. There's bits of old, there's old movements. There's a, a Dubois-Depra uh, module of a chrono from a Royal Oak uh, offshore basically. There's a couple of them, actually. There's one with the whole movement, the movement and the, the chrono module. Um, it doesn't look like it's very... There's one with a tiny, tiny bit of water damage. It would have just swapped them out, and we would have actually served the service them eventually, but this one's not going to get service because it didn't end up where it was supposed to be. Um, a couple of dials from some old uh, my Piguet watches, uh, some movement So stuff. that's something that happens as well, right, for, for the listeners, that watchmakers will have they'll have like a spare movement or something in their drawer or the majority of a spare movement in their drawer mm-hmm. that's already serviced yeah and they can just put that in a in a watch and then the other movement they get then they'll service that at a later time and then have that one kind of in, in exactly reserve. like yes. if they've got downtime yeah that's something yeah people, people but people don't really know about that no, I guess not. No, in a in a big big workshop, I mean, you know, the brands will officially do that. They'll have movements coming in and uh, swapped out to, to for you know for speed basically, and then the, the watchmakers work on the movements and put them back in in a stock basically of movements so they can, which is not really 
great because you want to want to have your own movement work worked on but um some cheaper brands i just swap them out and they'll just move yeah work on the movement when they can service the movement but this is like i know we've talked about swapping our movement swaps before but this is like something different this is like the what the movement is still going to get serviced but it's just it's yeah of a course. different movement you end up yeah getting it is kind of, thing. of course it's still serviced by a watchmaker but just for them as a kind of time saving thing yeah they're doing, they're doing other jobs in their downtime so like i'll do a little bit of this here and then over time then they've got like a little bank of it might only be like two or three movements in their drawers but yeah. they're kind of ready to go at all times kind of thing yeah but you I mean you, you know, your original movement's got a serial number uh well depending on the yeah. brand so it's kind of it does um sort of that's a bit of a gray area as well it can sort of change the numbers the original numbers on your watch which is not ideal but um I've got a movement from a, one of those old Gege movements from a Jumbo, AP Jumbo, pretty much, which is a really nice thing to have because I have one of those watches and I've got the spares. Yeah, so it is, yeah, it's interesting. At AP workshops, they always had this, or they started doing that, having a stock of movements. But I still got, I got a little, um, I wonder if you've got one of these Bergeon um, watch supports, like a, like a, a nah, it's, it's, it's impossible to describe, but it's boring, I say, who cares? I want to know now. It's a flat support. It's This is actually one of the newer ones where it's kind of, um, would you put your the watch head on when you're when you're working on it or is it like a little pad thing yeah, it is a pad it's good, but it's the new yeah. version it's not the old it's one looks gel? like an old, yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah i've got i've got one of the old ones which actually i don't actually like to use the old one no you want to keep that one <laughs> no i just i know I, I don't know it just yeah i, I don't know I, i'd prefer just having it straight on straight on my my mat do you um, well, yeah. there's a different ways as well. You've got this round rubber one that I use for pretty much everything, which is you know, sitting up on top of my 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 my, um, my workshop bit. Um, but this one is more of a it's specific. It's very grippy. Yeah, gel. It's not even a gel. It's it's a really stiff. It's like gel, um, and it has different stuff things you can put on top. But it's it's a version five three nine three. There you go. Write it down. Look it up after. Yeah, I've only I've only ever seen a picture of one of them, but it, it looked like gel to me. In, in the it looks like gel, but it's not exactly. Yeah. It's quite hard, but it, it's very handy because it's very very sticky. My one's like leathery type material. Yeah, that, we those, we had those. Um, they are the older ones. They were good as well, but this uh, I think this is sort of next. Uh, yeah, it, it is a bit better. I don't even know where I got it from. I think someone from Bergeon gave it to me when they had a. I had some mates that worked at Bergeon. Um, so anytime they had a promotion or whatever, or anything, they were giving stuff away. I just got stuff which was good i've got a little case here with the the case back the original case back of my hatebring because rich and maria kindly sent me a, a sapphire display back sante cheers um cheers and that's the original i don't want to lose that i've got a bunch of different polishing cloths from every brand i've ever worked for and a few besides uh bergeon a bergeon's um what do you call it a potence a bracelet pin driver thingy a special little Okay, that's quite a cool tool. Seven seven four five. Look it up. <laughs> Have you ever actually used that though? The... No, 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 never. Like who, never. Who, I can't imagine anyone actually using that apart from maybe in a boutique. Actually, I have That's used it. it. I have used it, but not for that. Um, it's a kind of a handy thing to have in that it's you know the alignment and everything. If you use one of those little um, plastic square things with the straps all different size width you know um yeah the little sit that on it block thing. yeah it'll block yeah. yeah um so i've used it for different things um if you got really really hard you might use it once or twice for pins either driving them in or out out of a bracelet most likely because there's all different width pins and you can use it for other stuff as well 
Um, yeah, different stuff. You can use it for different stuff, basically. Oh, that's all I'll say. Um, I have a Vespa watch here. Look at that. It's a quartz Vespa watch someone gave me when I got a first Vespa. Oh, that's nice. Is so it? Somebody just gave it to you as a, yeah. as a gift? Yeah. Do you want it? Oh, you don't have a Vespa. you got to have a Vespa to have this. <laughs> We're going to get matching Vespas next. Is that the... <laughs> well, I'm waiting. I'm just waiting for you to get a Vespa. But anyway, it looks like the battery's dead. That's not working. I've got a uh, Clear Universal, one of those universal opening keys. Bergeon as well. You would have seen them. The big, the big ones, the big ugly ones. Then I've got a Hamilton one as well. And I've got an envelope here, which says the Bridge and Opera House. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is a lot of old photos from when I used to climb the Humber Bridge in the middle of the night. Back before ah, what you're talking about on before it became illegal. One of the other episodes, actually, it probably wasn't legal, but before it became sort of policed. Was I talking about that? Maybe, yeah, yeah. When we're talking about, because remember, T San was talking about it, or I was on, I was in the group, I think. Yeah, um, on one of the wasn't it one of the groups where he was talking about it. Um, yeah. And funnily enough, ironically, I I found these. We did a um, I did a Jihad Perego uh, event in Sydney a couple of years ago. When I was at Hardy Brothers, I got to go over there and. We did a whole familiarization thing with the new models. All this stuff it was a uh, two or three, couple, three days, I think it was. And because of the Golden Bridge thing and the and the bridges and everything from Giappego, they decided that part of it, you know, the 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 the, um, the recreational part would be to climb the Harbour Bridge. And I'm like, oh, great, okay, again, <laughs> again. <laughs> like I can do this, but only drunk. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, and they, but they had told us before it was on the agenda when I've got so I'd, so look, I rooted around. I found this envelope and I chucked it in. Just in case, and but the thing is, we got well, my goodness. I don't know if you've ever done that bridge climb, or any, if any of the listeners have. I'm sure they have, but it's just a rigmarole. You go in there, you spend 15 minutes getting kitted up, you're queuing up, you, you, they've got a briefing which lasts at least half an hour or more, 45 minutes. You spend more time actually getting ready and then getting undressed and everything after than you do actually on the bridge, and it was it was, it was, it was bonkers. It was, we only went halfway up anyway. We didn't go right up the top where we, what I used to with no no safety gear with mates and stuff so yeah it was kind of a bit of a letdown it was a bit of a but anyway we we, we... <laughs> were you ruining it for everyone was everyone else having a great time nah, and nah, you nah, were nah. saying no listen i did this barefoot I one time i had <laughs> I eight cans of vb on the way up eight <laughs> on the way down <laughs> no i couldn't have, no i didn't say anything until uh, after someone was asking about it the next day i think in the course we we're doing and i am um, no, I didn't. I didn't. It was good. It was good. It was fun. But it was just so, so sanitized and ridiculous that it was just a waste of time. Total waste of time. I mean, thank you very much to Giro Perigon team for, te- for paying for me to get up there. Um, don't get me wrong, but it was, it was a bit of a laugh and it was better than sitting in, a, sitting, in a, sitting in a hotel meeting room waffling on about this stuff. But it was kind of um, a, bit of a, a bit of a letdown. Yeah, I, I think I only did it five times back in the day, but it was enough to sort of be familiar with it and, and, and stuff. In the opera house. It was opera house. We're talking with Tisana about, I think, because we did the opera house. Uh, the same, yeah, no, you said same. both. You said you would you would be dressed all in black, yeah, yeah, and you would do the bridge, and then after that you would do the opera the, house, the yeah. opera house. But you'd be still dressed in black, and the sun would be coming yeah, up or something. Yeah, so it yeah. wasn't quite right. It wasn't it was always you get you dress white for the bridge or black for the opera house, but which I mean, it was the other way around. But whichever way you're going to get caught out. So we we didn't have two changes of clothes. We didn't. We usually went for black, and we'd do the do the opera house afterwards but it was only a few times the opera house it wasn't a wasn't a regular thing that was back in the day that was back before september 11 and you you know i was with michael we were talking about it remember when he was talking about uh, maybe he went to the he, he got to sit in kit from knight rider oh was it yeah yeah okay yes i vaguely remember <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a classic two and a half watchmakers episode well it was probably 
Yeah, I didn't. I probably didn't remember much of it. I used to have a blue light on my, on my car. I had a white car and I had a blue light. I don't know where I got that from. A flashing blue light. What do you mean, like Knight Rider? No. Like, oh. Well, I don't, yeah. No, I don't know. Just a normal standard police light, you know? Um, oh. That I used to throw on top Why? of. Why? Just to scare people. Okay. And <laughs> I come into I come into the uh, the bridge one night to climb with, with a mate, a colleague, um, and he was sort of, it was about know, two in the morning or whatever. I'm roaring in there, and he's sort of standing there and looking at the little park at the bottom, looking up at the bridge and stuff. And I came around the corner with his blue light flashing, and he and he just took off. <laughs> Dean, I'll never forget. Um, he just he just he's just like <laughs> took off up the hill, trying to hide from the cops. He thought he was busted. He hadn't even done anything, you know. It was. But if the cops had caught you with that, you'd have been in big. Yeah, I know. Deep shit. That was back in the day when that didn't, you know, you get away with stuff like that. That's I didn't, fine. I didn't use right. it too often. Put it, I, don't get me wrong. I didn't, I didn't just put it on when I was in a hurry in the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just fun, one of those funny things to have. It was just the situation called for it, and uh, it was perfect. He just, he just took off. I didn't find him for fifteen minutes. He had to come back, <laughs> and he realised it was only me. Anyway, that's back in the old days. <laughs> photos there. Back this is back before the old digital photos. So I've got um. Yeah, some old, uh, the old Kodaks or whatever there. Anyway, um, then I've got a box. I've got a Lepsi. Have you ever heard of Lepsi? L-E-P-S-I. It's a little... Yes, but I'm not sure why. It's an electronic stethoscope, basically, for um, testing watch uh, watch timing. There's a, it's, a soft, it's a software. It was developed by these young guys in Switzerland years ago. When I say years ago, probably 10 years ago. Which And it kind of, I think it got, uh, it was overtaken by basically app app development really but um it was an app that you downloaded and they gave you a little uh, uh, electronic mic to plug into your phone which basically held on your phone your, your, your watch and got the timing um of it um you know it, it measured the, ah, the, the the audio okay. signals like like a witchy or whatever and it kind of went well and they were yeah it's a really cool little little tool it's in a little wooden box and stuff it's quite small and i thought it would go pretty well but um you know, at one point I was looking at doing the Australian distribution, I think, for it or, or whatever, but I never did. And um, then it sort of all, it sort of got, yeah, with app. I'm not sure if there's a proper, do you use an app for for, for watch timing? There must be one somewhere um, where you can just sit your watch on. You mean one that actually listens to your yes. watch? Yeah. I, not that I'm, I'm sure there probably is, but I've only used ones where you it takes a picture of your watch and where the seconds and stuff are and then it checks it later on right okay but i i don't know anytime you're putting electronic stuff it's like it's like the the phone things that can test if your watch is magnetized yeah 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 yeah, like, yeah. Well. but you're not we're always telling customers when customers get send their watches in and when we say your watch is magnetized because they're putting their watch on their on their phone every night when they go to sleep yeah so putting your watch on your phone to test if it's magnetized it seems counterproductive yeah me, true so. true yeah well but, but i mean yeah there's yeah 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 true but even these mics for example these 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 mics we're using here there's, there's not much magnets in them it's not it's not the mics really? it's not the mics that have the big magnets no it's a different it's a, it's, a, it's a conductor or something rather i forget what the term is but i've looked it up i mean i looked, I looked at try to pull it apart <laughs> to make sure and there's very very little i mean it might still affect it tiny bit i don't know but i, I don't it's not a standard. It's not as not like a like a speaker magnet, magnet or anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would be that'd be huge. So what? You just hold it against the watch and then move the watch into the different positions. Is that... Yeah. Basically. I mean, so it's not ideal anyway. But um, 
it was kind of you can also use it they had them they were selling them on um i think bergeon actually sold them for a while so they must have been okay okay they were selling them with the little cradle that you turn around with the, with your watch on, you know, to, to, for the different positions, for the nine positions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, so that's patent patent pending for the watch regulator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, so I shouldn't have mentioned but it. But there's, pic- there's a picture of one just now and the guy's actually got the watch on his wrist and then he's just got it. Mm. He's got it like on the on the face of his watch. Yeah, that, that's pretty much how it worked. I mean, it, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good, good concept. Um, I think the timing was a bit... I'm not even sure. They might still sell them. I'm sure they've upgraded them and they're probably still selling them, but um, it didn't get as nuts as it could have because, um, I don't know, because apps are developing so so quickly anyway. I don't, I don't know if there's something similar or... I'll have to look it up. I'll make a note of that. Okay. But you could, you could test. It would give you the... The amplitude, though, that's the difference yeah, yeah, yeah. between exactly. The, yes. I don't think I think the apps people use the, the apps people use don't doesn't tell you the amplitudes. This is this is a big difference. Well, right? it wouldn't be hard this. to do, though, would it? I mean, okay, apart from the magnet magnetizing issue, it wouldn't be hard to measure an amplitude of a watch just using not using the mic of your phone or using the. But I don't think any of the apps, the watch apps, actually. And again, I'm probably incredibly incorrect, but. I think most of the apps that test the timing on your phone just calculate how many seconds you've lost a day. It doesn't actually listen to. It's more like the. Yeah, I know what you mean. The, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you, you, look. By the way, you can only be wrong or right. You can't be incredibly wrong. But, but well, well, you could actually. You <laughs> a could. number of people <laughs> would disagree with you there. <laughs> I've, I know I've heard it more than once, Alex. You're incredibly wrong again. Yeah, <laughs> but it must be possible to do physically possible to to to, to listen to the amplitude of the, to listen to it like it like the witchy does. There's only a mic on a witchy, basically. Yeah, listening to the you know, it's audio. It's it's, it's sound uh, for the listeners who have no clue what we're talking about. It's just yeah, the, they don't. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> it's just like the the the, the main the way uh, watchmakers timing instrument works and listens to a watch is basically listens to the. Th- three or four different shocks uh, between the anchor and the escape wheel and everything else and, the, and what it's doing. And it basically breaks them down. It knows what the sounds are. So it breaks it down. It doesn't know how many beats per hour and everything else. And it can time if it's fast or slow, right? That That's pretty much the simplest but thing. But even most people who, lots of watch enthusiasts have bought like one of those little timing machines. Yeah. And I see pictures all the time, people posting their, not all the time, but a lot of time, people posting the timing of their, their watch. They don't have the right, um, oh God. Uh, Terminology? Like no. you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the lift angle. They don't have oh, that right. right. Okay, they, yeah. don't, they don't really know how mm-hmm. to. A little bit of knowledge is dangerous. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah. But but they just put it on and they're like, okay, this is this is it. But they don't. Yeah, yeah. That's, okay. that's, they don't really know anything. Don't know what it means. Yeah. Well, they don't, yeah. And it's a great tool to have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you need to know how to use it properly. Yeah, you do. Um, and in the different positions and know the difference between the different positions and why there's a difference and everything else. It kind of, um, well, that's, you know, that's just experience comes down to really, which I don't really have enough of. But um, um, anyway, that's the Lepsi. Look it up. L-E-P-S-I. Um, I met the guys, the young guys, that, they were engineers who did a really good job of it, studying engineering and um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know if they're still, they're still around, but I don't know what they're doing. Uh, what else I got? Got a roll of uh, Basti, why don't you call them in English? They're, the little stickers you put on the front of, or back of a watch, you know, different size stickers. <laughs> um, so we're getting pretty exciting yeah. here. This is, this, this is, wait a minute, this is the good drawer, right? No, no, no. Just no. double check. <laughs> it's the bottom drawer. It's not, it's not the great drawer, but um. There's a few more tools there, but there's, there's complicated tools. You can't, I can't even explain them. I don't even explain them myself, let alone. 
got a big box here which is full of um <laughs> you asked for the draw i got, I got a list of other things i wanted to I talk about thank god your birthday's only once a year exactly Jesus. i don't know who was who was looking for this stuff but i mean a bunch of rolex stuff here <laughs> okay next um come on rolex people love rolex stuff what rolex stuff have you got i can't talk about it it's a... <laughs> There's a bunch of a bunch of movements as well, little old movements and old old watch dials from an old brand. I didn't know what the brand was. Um, I've got stacks of them. I'm gonna make up. I'm gonna make up the fifth wrist watch with those. Those little decorated. Uh, Ian Scaramanga. Fancily yeah. painted. Yeah, yeah exactly. Scaramanga. Uh, and that's almost it. I, there's other stuff here that little cleaning stuff. We talked about cleaning stuff before. <laughs> little pads and bits of stick and stuff. It's not very exciting. I'm afraid. What's that? Um, yeah. Oh, probably another watch in there. I don't know what that watch is, but it's one of my lost, long lost watches. But anyway, um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's good. good. That's good. Right. Okay. Good. <laughs> so, um, see you next year. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what What do you think of the uh the the the, the lock, the Christian Hagen lock? <laughs> give me your thoughts on that. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think of a nice way to to put it why why not it's um it's a lot of it's a lot of wank is that yeah that's that's a nice way of putting it yeah i mean it's it's so hilarious <laughs> it's so i mean is it worse than the than the hodinky clock yes really because people yeah people would still use the hodinky clock that's still an actual functioning thing this thing is solving a problem that doesn't even really <laughs> exist and when they talk about three years or something to i feel bad develop it i, I don't yeah. feel bad for christian 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 hagen but whoever the other the main guy is yeah who's come along with this idea because he lost a watch or something <laughs> and invested three years and i guess it's it's a sign of people having too many yes men around them so that's exactly what it is yeah i've come up with this idea for a website where people review their own watches fuck you alex <laughs> that's a terrible idea okay that's that's what people should have said to me but they didn't and now it's too late <laughs> let's have a close look at this yeah um <laughs> what's the name of the actual thing again uh, i don't know um i looked it up just before just for a laugh that's a lux no um yeah is it lux Luxwe or something weather or something. That's probably some Danish name. <laughs> He's almost died. <laughs> Luxwe. Luxwe watch lock. So what do we think of it? Hmm, okay. L-U-X-W-I. It's a funny word. Then a lot of Danish words are funny. It looks un it looks like it would make the watch more uncomfortable. Got to. Got to. It comes in leather or rubber. Mm-hmm. I just I, I just don't uh, yeah, uh, I don't even know what to say about <laughs> it, really. I mean, they bang on about they bang on about being you know pickpockets and stuff and 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 being in dodgy area. Well, just don't go to dodgy areas, or, or else take that watch off, or wear, wear, wear like do like Scaramanga and wear a watch. It doesn't matter, you know, if someone wants to take it. The whole thing just wearing this, I'd be more if I if I was going to wear a watch in Glasgow, a nice watch in Glasgow in a rough area, I'd be more worried about people laughing at me than robbing me exactly like that's that's the fear people coming up and being like oh big man what the fuck's that on your watch <laughs> <laughs> i 
are you some kind of nonce or something? That's what um that's more the fear <laughs> for me of um of of wearing the but I just I don't know how it got through all the stages. Yeah, same. The, the, the market research. I don't, I don't know what happened, um, whether it did. Uh, I don't, don't know. Yeah. I... But I, I like as well that the um, some people posted positive things. No, it was and, pinned uh, to the top. Yeah, it was right. pinned to the top. Yeah, there was just, there was a million comments of people being like, this is bullshit. There's no need for this. Solving a problem that doesn't exist. All this kind of stuff. And then there was two people saying... Great yeah, idea. Oh, Great idea. Mm. oh, God, I've always wanted something to keep my watch from falling <laughs> off all the time. My watch falls off all the time. I'm, every day I lose a new watch. Um, so it was, um, so the fact that they pinned the, those t- the, the only two positive comments. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, f- I feel bad for whoever the guy, the kind of main guy. I, I think Christian's just jumped on the yeah the, the um, wrong the wrong bandwagon the wrong, wrong bandwagon yeah i i mean I, i'm gonna try and sort of do what like scaramanga with max i don't i mean um uh, yeah christian i i don't know i mean he's he's really good self-promotion basically and he's a danish guy you know the danes are the scandinavians are, danes are quite 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 sort of special um in their in their taste of things sometimes but yeah he's great <laughs> at self-promotion you look at you look online you do google images of christian hagen you'll find a million images you know they're they're, they're, they're just, you know He's, he's the he's the man. So yeah, that's uh, why people come are coming in with these products. I suppose these big on bangles and uh, you know bracelets and stuff. Anyway, you know the little the you know the little friendship ones, the girly ones. <laughs> you're really you're really sticking the bit, aren't you? Nah, well you know I mean I haven't seen you like this in a while. He's never going to listen to this. He's never going to listen to this. If he does, well you know too bad. Yeah, I'll tag him in it. Um, yeah, but I, the whole the whole lock thing, well, I don't know. But I bet, I bet this is the issue I have with the watch industry and, and a lot of, or not a lot of the watch community, but some of the watch community, there's so much fake bullshit. There's Absolutely. More, the, the fake people is, is a much bigger concern to me than fake watches. And the amount of people that are scared to say anything to people is yep insane and this is just 100 percent one of those things exactly. where you just this is like the biggest warning people ever need that you should not be yes people and mm-hmm. you should be you should be real and be honest with people and if you don't like something you need to be honest with them especially if it's your friend and they come up <laughs> with something you need to say like listen this is a shit this is a shit idea stop spending all your inheritance or <laughs> this definitely this is definitely one of those things you see on shark tank or whatever and the people come on and they're like, I've already spent my house's remortgaged. Exactly. To, and then they say, And the shark goes, What the, the heck? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's way too late. <laughs> it's too, yeah, it's too, yeah. Yeah. Too yeah. 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 I mean, in Europe, there's a lot of watch journalists anyway. I watch a lot of watch journalists, way, way more than here. I know you've got a few bunch of guys over there in Melbourne, there's a few here and there, but uh, in Sydney, but you, next level over there, you know, so they've got a, People have to differentiate themselves somehow and always come out with weird and wacky things. One of the guys that I really like is that Marc-André, uh, the mad guy, the mad TV, you know, watches TV. He's oh, a, yeah, yeah. He's got his own mm-hmm. style. It's, 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 you know, it's boiled down, but it's kind of funny. And he's, um, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a good guy. And he's a nice guy, but there's, there's some of them that take themselves, others that take themselves pretty seriously. And you can't, yeah, yeah. there are a lot of yes men around and they're good at self-promotion. And, you know, it only takes a few articles from some of these guys for them to lose credibility for, for someone like myself anyway you know especially guys that you know half 
half an idea about watches. Um, the way they bang on and suck up to the, the corporate brands. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, uh, I struggle with some of these guys, but yeah, that's good. If he's got a market, well, well and good, I suppose. <laughs> but I think this one you're saying about, is this better or worse than the Hadinki travel clock? I think it's worse because it's, it's sad. And I don't mean like it's a sad product. I mean, like it's a sad yeah. story that someone spent this time. Yeah. True. And, effort on something because people are fake and aren't prepared to actually say something's a shit idea like somebody's wasted three if it, if it did actually take three years which you know what sure not i can believe it i, I could you know what i could believe there's it's a it's a possibility nah it, no <laughs> i mean it might have been it was three years the guy's been doing jack for two years hasn't he basically um and he's sort of <laughs> nah i mean <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Not everyone is just prepared to just throw any old shit without doing the proper preparation work like we are. Yeah, like, I guess. Yeah, some people but... spend spend time kind of building up and Yeah, but nah, nah, surely not. I mean they, they are always it's marketing bumps. They're gonna exaggerate stuff, aren't they? They're gonna add 30, 50, 40 percent on to whatever they did. And how much it cost, yeah. uh, the time they spend, everything. There's no way. I mean uh, yeah, uh, well that I'm I'm skeptical. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I gathered that. I gathered that. Um, One of those did you things. see the? Um, did you see the uh, the email? Uh, email. Oh, did you actually get an email? A cease and desist email? I don't. Well, Vinny was congratulating me on getting a cease and desist, but I don't know if it classifies as a cease and desist because they just said we will send this to the legal team. Right. They didn't say that. It's been done. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a proper. Ah, uh, okay. It wasn't from the lawyers. Yeah, okay. But what was it yeah, about? Yeah. Well, can you tell me later what it was about? I'll tell you just now, and I'll bleep out anyway. It's just about the um, thing that we talked about with Scaramanga about them having all their parts shipped in from China. Oh, right, 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 right. Finishing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. So you've learned how to bleep now, have you? Because at the start we weren't bleeping it. anything. I know. I know. I, know. <laughs> I saw that recently, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see you've bleeped out my ex-colleagues' names in uh, an illustrious brand shall not be named again. Yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah, yeah. good, very good. Yeah, I, no, there's like there's stuff that should be bleeped out, and there's like I yeah, it's going to get. I, I figured since I bleeped out a couple of things to keep me out of legal trouble, I you thought might as it was well. only fair to bleep out the stuff that you has to be bleeped out. Yeah, yeah, okay. Did you see the new old my piggy? Um, speaking of AP, the 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 ladies oh, yeah. tourbillon. Oh Jesus! My yeah. goodness! <laughs> yeah. Bit over the top, anyway. Wait a minute, I need to let out um, little the cat out. Call the cat here. Ah, uh, right okay. I'll keep talking. It's all right. No, <laughs> he's gonna have to put a stop to this now. I'm gonna have to. Oh dear. Cool. Oh, I'm gonna put my draw back while I'm waiting. I'm gonna get the interesting draw out now. I just... I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, you're back. Yeah. yeah. I got the wrong draw. I just realised I got the wrong draw. No, yeah. Oh, the boring <laughs> no wonder it was so boring. Someone wanted it. Obviously not you, but... What about... um? Did you see that article about uh, the Richemont, the new board member at Richemont? Wait a minute. Have we, have we just totally moved on from the AP thing? Okay, let's now go back to AP. Fine. Okay. Fucking hell. You're worse than me. I'm going... <laughs> a tangent. I didn't even... I can't even... I had a window open here. I've got about 60 million windows open, as you mentioned. I know. Yeah. But um, I can't... I can't find the AP. Where was that? That would have been someone else talking about that. Um, okay, tell me what you think about it then. Come on. I just don't know who designed it. Like, who's who's designing this stuff? Well, it's not actually a new design. Know. The case is not a new design. That 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 
whatever they called it, a concept case has been around for years. Yeah, but it's like it's brushed. Like I, I just it's brushed on the sides. Then they've got that kind of it's almost like a kind of sandblasted yes. finish. And then around the sides, the bezel is polished. And then the kind of the the stepped multiple step dials, and then the diamond thing in the middle of the the tourbillon. Yeah, uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, like I, I thought the idea of concepts, like certainly in, in in the car world, anyway, is the concept not that's like the original idea, and then it goes to the actual the, the management team, and they say, okay, we can't do this, <laughs> we can't do that, this is too expensive, blah mm. blah, and then it comes up. They come up with something that is workable for mass market. Yeah, right? yeah. It seems that's not the case in the watch world because all the bullshit concept stuff that AP bring out, it's not. <laughs> it's a different. Why? Why is concept a different thing in the watch industry? Yeah, I, I, I think they really just stuck with the name because it was called a concept back when they came out with that first concept, um, Torbjorn, way back, and it was that shape, and then they said okay that means concept that shape basically so that's not a real concept it's just that that's it's like a model line really now so you're saying concept isn't actually a thing in the watch industry oh yeah no it is but not with ap <laughs> not when they call it an ap not when they call it a concept that's not that's not a so what brands do concept watches i don't know they're probably they'd probably more like call them something else like prototypes yeah prototypes, prototypes like, i guess yeah. yeah i guess they must have concept watches i don't know um maybe maybe they just never make it to to we, we never see it it's one like would hope so around the company like and then yeah yeah i guess although the fact that we get to see this monstrosity yeah is, uh... it's, it's um it's impressive isn't it really the crown looks like a huge cartier crown that's what well, the whole thing like they got they're going for the, the that um the Chopin happy diamonds thing but in a in a, in a you know oh, go on. in a big <laughs> surely can't, can't they learn from show parts oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's crazy it looks like an open cut mine so it looks like a mine yeah yeah it's yeah super you need like a miniature like little track uh, some kind of jcb <laughs> truck uh, kind of going round and then going down another step JCB, and another step and that signifies on. the um, yes the the passing of hours or something mm-hmm. yeah 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 I mean, I'm sure the some of the local mining guys here would go for that yeah 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 it's a bit sad um I mean I'm sure there's also heaps of work you know it's pretty hard to do and everything else and but it's just kind of I think they've overdone that whole frosted thing anyway that was a brainstorm of some I think frosted works if it's all frosted mm, I think yeah maybe the, the, there's it's almost like when you talk about when people talk about doing their house in Australia anyway and they've <laughs> got the corrugated roofing and then the guttering and then some other bullshit it's like you can't have too many different colors fuck stuff up yeah true it's almost like there's too many different finishes polished brush brushed and then frosted but you know with ap that's their thing they love different finishes they bang on about how many different finishes there are on a, on a watch case like the royal oak for example that that, that you visit the manufacturer and walk around and that's one of guarantee one of the things i'll tell you how many different finishes there are on a, on a royal oak you go there's brush there's brush this way there's brush that way there's this there's the polish there's all different stuff you know <laughs> They go, they go on about it. Uh, seriously. And then I'll say, listen, I used to sell corrugated roofing and guttering. And let me tell you something. <laughs> you to can't have too many different... You you're all too wrong many here, guys. I think you're right, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that, that, that's, I don't know, that's their thing. That, that, they, and they quite, might, it might be because of... 
I don't know. Remember that we were talking about the Renault Papi book, uh, the Julio Papi oh, book? I was about to say Renault Papi. I was mm. about to say that. Yeah. yeah. I well, see their, move, their movement is Renault. Renault oh, for Papi. sure. I didn't look at the movement. Just, that would be a de- no brainer. This is a Renault Papi movement. Yeah. Is that what it says somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All the, all the tourbillons, all the decent tourbillons, they're done by, by um, Julio or his team, IPRP. Yep. Especially the concept ones, especially the limited edition ones. They would be. Oh, I can't see where it says that. Does it actually have it on the image what, what, what website are you on oh, i don't know um sjx as well ah i need to go into the old good old hadinki oh are you serious You're i'll bleep gonna... that out later you know... <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay no it's fine i don't want to open another thing like website anyway that's that's cool i just wonder i just want yeah they're saying that because it's um reno reno papi then it counts as being an in-house movement which i guess gets back to the whole in-house movement Yes, I suppose. Yeah, in house, but uh, in a, in a big house, like in the out, 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 outreaches of a big house. Yeah, okay, is that what they said? That's how dinky they'll yeah. say anything really. They'll say whatever they, <laughs> they'll say whatever the brand tells them to say. All right. Yeah. <laughs> read this. Read this thing out loud, please. Thank you. Yeah. I like SJX for that sort of stuff. Watches by SJX. SJX is uh, a guy I know in Singapore. Sorry, Hong Kong. No, Singapore. Get it right. Good guy, and he writes. He's a good journalist. Write some decent articles. Anyway, okay, Hodinky, if you want. Um, right, next. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, what am I going to say? Richemont. Richemont has appointed an African female empowerment leader to its board. Okay. <laughs> what? Uh, she's. Uh, I'm not being racist. She's. No, I'm not. I know. I know. I know your you mum's like going to edit me out. Yeah, mum's going to edit yeah. this, isn't she? <laughs> I'm reading the reading the headline from Watch Pro. It's a UK site. Richmond Richmond appoints an African female empowerment leader. Female what empowerment. What does that leader. even mean? Actually, no. That that that's sorry. That that's the the sort of a uh, pseudo title, a female empowerment leader. Because this lady, uh, she's Af- which um, she looks like she's, she knows what she's talking about. She looks, looks like an awesome experience she has behind her. She's a pioneer in uh, economic empowerment of women in South Africa. And apparently, uh, Richemont are trying to get away from the, what do they call it? The um, old, pale and stale or something or other um, of their, their management, basically. All, all, you know, old white men. Male, pale and stale image they have, apparently. Are you still there? In shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm here. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. having a drink. Sorry. Yeah, so they've, they they apparently they uh, they perceived or this themselves as male pale, but I say it was stale, and they're trying to get something a bit um, a bit new. And yeah, it's 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 good. It's a good thing. It just seems I saw it always um, a bit. It's like a gender equality thing, and they're, back. No, they're just ticking boxes. Exactly, right? that's, that's my problem. This is more. They're just ticking bullshit. boxes. Yep. And it's, she's a non-executive director of of the board, so basically, yeah, yeah, she doesn't have power. It's like it's like a it's a figurehead. It's, a it's like a token, weird, fancy handshake mm. bullshit yeah. stuff. They work what two days a year, <laughs> and they get paid <laughs> yeah, something like that, a yeah. hundred thousand dollars or something, mm-hmm. and they can claim stuff. I mean, that's yeah. like not that's all a non-executive. Yes, director I agree. Is, Which for me right? is a bit of a yeah. So it's a lot of fluff. It's it just a to, to, you know, to have a token thing so why are you saying it's such a great thing <laughs> well no i mean it's not it's not that bad because they probably needed something like it right <laughs> but, but but it's a bit it's a bit convenient it's, it's for no reason it's like you can come on and then it'll look like we're doing something and we're going to pay you money but actually no she might do change, stuff what 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 change is she going to do for two days a year oh she might work more than two days a year that's two days a year like, like the laziest people in my work 
who are some of the laziest people known to mankind, put in more than two days a year, okay? <laughs> They've had hassles forever, these guys, of being so far down the the, 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 the scale when according to with their gender equality, which I don't believe in whatsoever anyway. But they, what they should have done was got a guy like um, that 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 Canadian guy, um, the guy that wrote 12 Rules for Life. Do you know him? Um, and you know him? Mm-mm. Oh, this guy's brilliant. Hang on. 12 Rules. You can hear me tapping away. Uh, for Life or something like that. Yeah, Jordan Peterson. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Very uh, politically yeah. incorrect in a way. Um, but, right. you know, he has his... <sighs> I mean, no, no, not politically incorrect. Just, just goes against the grain of a lot of this new age or uh, and, and, and box ticking. Well, that's it. It's bot. It's it's again. It's part of the kind of fake part of the industry where yeah. people are just rather than actually doing something. Like I'm quite happy for them to actually do something, but just to have this kind of badge yeah. that says okay. they're doing something. And I look forward to their Richmond legal team contacting me <laughs> about this as well while they're getting on, while they're suing us <laughs> for the other thing. But, I mean, fucking... Like, yeah, it's a bit... It's, it's kind of convenient after the Black Lives Matter thing as well, I think. Um, which yeah. Just the timing is sort of seems to me a bit... Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, as I said, uh, she may have awesome experience. She's got awesome experience and maybe she can do make changes. I, I don't know. They need some changes. For sure, but I do, I do, I don't like the 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 um the gender equality thing because it's yeah. Well, you know, I need to read Jordan Peterson's views on that. We need to get him on here. He's brilliant. <laughs> I'm all up for getting other people who are even less qualified about watches to come on the, the oh, website. Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard with you. The, sorry, the podcast less qualified. What do you mean? It's less qualified <laughs> than me? Yeah. But yeah, well. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Let's just turn. Let's just change this website. Change the podcast into something. Something else. <laughs> totally different. Yeah. Actually, I was going to find a. I have an ex-colleague who worked for with a in a company uh, with me here in Perth, a different area of the company, but she's actually started her own podcast, and um, I was going to check it out and see what she talks about. She's over in Sydney or somewhere in the east now, where all all the, the power power people are. And I wanted to see how she's changed from being a yeah just a little media girl here over to having her own podcast and she's t- it's going i'm sure she's got more listeners than we have but that wouldn't be hard would it well, why you I, listen i was i was so proud when i was on linkedin and it came up and it said you <laughs> came up with your name oh, my new and thing. um are, you're now podcast host at fifth wrist radio oh, i was proud too oh that's why i put it on there <laughs> i was like i was like oh my god <laughs> you, it's great you shed a little tear yeah, I did. That's and then good. I got my mum and put her on. I was like, Mum, uh, Rob's now down as being an employee of Fifth Wrist, so you need to <laughs> for all your admin work. Yeah, right. Okay. That's nice. That's nice. I, it is. I it's like good. That. I like it. Don't worry. Don't get me wrong. It's 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 awesome. But I, I never the thing is I'm sitting over here. I have no clue what, what I don't see any statistics whatsoever. You could be just making them up. We could have five listeners. We could do. We don't we don't. Like the the last We don't um, have that many even. Okay. The last episode of Scaramanga is like our best. It, it, like, there's a lot of episodes now that are the kind of the best one yet. I oh, really? have the most listeners, and like the Scaramanga one hit the regular first day listening figures in 12 hours. Oh wow! Okay. And and so it's yeah, it's it's going in the right direction for for sure. But the thing is with podcasts. I guess it's it's a different thing. Where when we're talking to Dale and he was talking about the average listener is 
two and a half minutes or, or the average viewer of his videos is two and a half minutes yeah yeah that's quite short we do we do podcasts that are two hours, two hours three <laughs> hours and people listen to like why 90, why would you listen 95 percent of it nothing so to do it's, it's a it's a totally different thing so the, the the figures for these things are never going to be as big as they are for people who watch a two and a half minute video or watch mm. two and a half minutes of an eight minute video. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think we're doing that's good, very well personally. As long as we're doing well, that's I, I trust you. I obviously trust you. I, I you know, we get messages all the time. We need to have more episodes of what's in Rob's drawers. Hundreds of people. That I don't believe. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> not hundreds of them. Um, not any of them actually. I've got, yeah. um, moving right along, can I say moving right along? Yeah. Um, I've got a box here. It's a small Trivial Pursuit game made by the same guys that do Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> Actually, I forgot about this. And it's about, yeah, it's about watches. I've got a watch Trivial Pursuit game. Can you imagine? Oh. Now, it's part yeah. of a marketing thing from some brand probably. So there's going to be quite slewed towards probably some LVMH brands. But there's some interesting questions. I thought I might just... You know, start going through the cards and, and and see what the listeners can come up with as far as answers. Or you know, I mean, you can you can try and answer them basically. Yeah, try. <laughs> can it really show me up for? No, 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 no. Fraud, I am. Well, we know we know you're a fraud, okay. But then so am I. Good. I'm a fraud too. You know, I'm not. You know. Anyway, so I'll get the first one, and it's got. <laughs> what are you laughing for? Uh -huh. It's just it's good. It's good being a fraud, and people know. Just excellent. Well, yeah. we're all frauds. This is yeah. so. This is like you imagine a typical pack of cards of Triple Pursuit cards. It's got little triangles down the side, different colors. Okay, what's blue anyway? Anyway, uh, <laughs> I guess it's history because it says, "What were the first Geneva watchmaking workshops in the 18th century called?" Fucking hell! Oh, yeah, well, no, I wouldn't call that. No, they were probably pretty hellish conditions, but it wasn't that. Um, do you want me to give you the answer or not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've not seen this. It's been sealed in a packet. I've just got. I haven't even looked at any of them. That's a cabinet. I wouldn't We've have got, got that. like an an independent adjudicator there. There's some guy oh, who hasn't have, said anything so far in this episode, but he's there. Oh, Jean Claude, checking. Jean Claude, here. hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, I should have guessed myself, and I didn't. I would have said I don't know atelier or something, but it's just cabinet. A cabinet, okay. A cabinet. You know, like Good. the cabinet. Yeah, there was a whole range of watches that I think Vacheron Constantin did, not the cabinetier. Anyway, next one. In a simple mechanical movement, what does the palate lever do? Oh, you go. In a what, what? In a simple mechanical movement, what does the palate lever do? The palate lever is basically, you're, you're talking about Swiss lever escapement. You're talking about anchor. Yeah. Okay. What does it mean? What does it do? What does it do? What does it do? What is, what's its job? I'd say it's, I don't know. Um, I've got the card in my hand now, so I can't really. It's, 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 you're going to think I'm cheating anyway, so I won't even say what I think it's going to do because could be wrong. Okay, <laughs> do you know? It, it moves the uh, escapement. No, yeah. Why? What does the escapement do? What do you mean? Why? What does the what escapement do, do? What's its job? When you when you break it right down, I need to give you. A, I need you to give you a little course, okay? With, with the whole thing with the watches move, <laughs> made up. I don't of, think it was. I need to. I need to. Are you saying I need to go back and do the? What is a watch training again? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you think that process wasn't insulting enough for me? Now I have to go back and do it like re repeating a year gotta... of school or something. <laughs> Fucking hell. You gotta take these cards next time you have that 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 person teaching yeah. you. I'm like, that's yeah, good point. But let me just let me just check this a moment. Okay. Pick a color. <laughs> <laughs> Look at a piece of pie, piece of pie. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's, um, oh, hang on, what does it do? It receives and distributes energy from the gear train. Yeah, that's right, I suppose. Yeah, it distributes the energy. Okay, well, let's it, let's it out. Let's it, let's the energy escape. Oh, <laughs> you snorted again. I Second know. time on the podcast. Don't need don't need that out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. This is uh, this one's a bit uh, bit tag slanted. It's got which design award did the Monaco V4 receive? And I know this because I got a little packet when I got. I, I remember the launch of the Monaco V4. You remember the V4, which was like the square Monaco, but um, with belts, little belts, rubber belts. What award did it win? No idea. Yeah, it's a designer. It's a red, red, yeah, red dot. Red dot design award, which is the biggest one they give out in probably the States or Europe or something. I need to have a break. I need to have a break now. Okay. What? You just... asked two questions. <laughs> it's just too much. It's all too much. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to edit this out. Because I'm going to go and have a pee. Okay. Or no, 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 not edit okay. it out. Okay. So let's have a break. We're back after the ad break. Okay. <laughs> after this ad. Stay on time. Oh, I've got to pee. Hang on a okay. sec. I'll be back. Hurry up. Bye. <clears throat> right. Where were we? Are you still there? Yeah. Where else can it go? <laughs> it's like, well, unless you've got more than you've got Michael on or someone else. You're like usually you, you, you usually know, the, you yeah, let two guys it. talk. I go, I go away and I come back and you guys <laughs> are talking about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, next question. We're up to question number three. Purple, whatever that is. How is silica, silica, which is silicon oxide, transformed into enamel? What the? It's just glass. It just melt it, don't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like extreme oh, heat. Oh, yeah. By heating it to a high temperature. Well, that's pretty specific, isn't it? A high temperature. Oh, my God. Is that my first point? Hey, you got, you got your piece of pie. Uh, I'm on the board. <laughs> You're on the board. Runs on the board. Which race gave its name? Oh, this is another tag one. Which race gave its name to the Tag Hoyer Carrera collection in 1963? Okay, a little pause. Let the listeners, you know, have, have a think about it. See if they can get it right. Which race gave its name to the Tag Hoyer Carrera collection in... <laughs> I should be a game host, eh? Like one of the game show hosts. Well, actually, you know what I was thinking? You know, when I've got my... Um, when we're going to do that that episode where we've got the... Um, I don't want to bang on about this again, but the kind of thing where we're all traveling together. Oh, to yeah, thing. yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, okay. We can have that, but we get there and then you arrive, you're on the Vespa and you have like a... You're, you've got like a crazy... I arrive. Arrive in Melbourne. I actually arrive. You arrive in Melbourne, but you have like a crazy um, colored jacket on, like a wild like sports coat or something on. I've got a few of those. And then, you, and then you're the host of... <laughs> And then we, you can ask all these questions on, yes. on and we can have buzzers and stuff like oh, that. And, brilliant. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Okay. I'll start working on the buzzers. <laughs> um, so, well, which race? I don't know this one. Uh, what is it? Yep. The Carrera Panamericana. That's a race across Mexico or something, wasn't it? Or Central America. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't have known it was the, the, I wouldn't have known the rest of it apart from the Carrera part. Carrera Panamerica. Yeah. Um, okay. What are the properties of the high-end ceramic used in what are the properties of the high-end high-tech ceramic? I've got to read it. I've got to learn how to read first. I need my glasses. I need my loop. Used in watchmaking. You got that? What are the properties? <laughs> what are the We're so good at this. Okay, a few of these after a few of these practice a few first few cup of cards are just practice cards, alright? Yeah. <laughs> Get warmed up. Hang on, I have a drink. Hang on. Yeah. Mm. Ah, what are the properties of the high-tech ceramic used in watchmaking? That's a stupid question. 
Scratch proof, probably. Well, it depends how high tech. Not that high tech, are they? Are you still guzzling? Yeah, whenever they say high tech, um, I always think like, is it really that high tech? Yeah, no, it's not. No. It's, it's not superconductor. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like calling a Tesla T Touch high tech. Is it really <laughs> that high tech anymore? It's not that. You're high-tech. right, and it's not even. A, it's just a not even a proper answer. It's just scratch resistant and lightweight. We knew that. We know that. It's funny how all the Swatch Group brands get their ceramic, or they used to anyway. From they had a ceramic company, I forget what it's called. Used to drive past it all the day, every day. But you know, they, then they started them in um, Rado, really. You know, the first Rados, and then it just went spread across everything. And they just get and then they put, kept putting it in all the brands, and and um, and now they well, they supply. I think Tag's got the LVMH must have their own ceramics plant, I think. But the one that um, Swatch Group had, it was it was huge. Well, that's the thing about, I guess when you're buying up lots of companies mm. and you take on all their technology. Yeah. So if you buy Rado, you get all that ceramic technology, which considering they'd, they've been doing it for years and years and oh, years. Oh, yeah, yeah, fine. Like that's a huge advantage you've got. Yes. And it's the same. I didn't know about when when they bought Tissot, lots of the technology they ended up using in Swatch watches. Yeah, okay. Was, was Tissot stuff. Yep, yep. And then now I see kind of vintage Tissot quartz watches and things. I'm like, shit they were doing these were doing some crazy stuff <laughs> yeah they were yeah. doing some wild stuff and then swatch the once kind of swatch group came along and gobbled all that up they're like okay we're going to use this stuff for actual swatch watches and when you start to break it down it is an incredibly interesting kind of history of swiss watches just the swatch group the cross-pollination basically um yeah. between different 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 brands commodore Commodore is, is is a company that do you know all the hard stuff, uh, the the hard materials for for the Swatch Group basically. It's um yeah owned by the Daniel Wellington Group. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but Rado were by far the very first. They, they were they were way ahead of everybody else, and they sort of made it a bit of an art form basically, even though it wasn't very it was it was a niche market, definitely a niche market. But yeah, what do you think about ceramic watches? I don't know. I hate them. You hate hate them. I hate them with a I passion. I yeah. I, I, I do i just i don't i guess when you see broken ones so many of them broken <laughs> yeah, and stuff, yeah 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 just and even with rado and how long they've been doing it for yep and still even though it's high tech the technology still isn't perfect no it's not is it it's it's not it's not the ideal material to make watch cases <laughs> from no and i remember actually i went went out boozing one night with jp great friend of this show and he turned up i had, I had my, my cat i think i had yeah jp you, you'll definitely be listening now after doing the rob's drawer section <laughs> his favorite <laughs> section he might have just shut off that bit <laughs> yeah yeah um but we went out boozing one night i think i was wearing my cat's watch watch and he was wearing his dark side of the moon oh i was like fucking hell you're like this is gonna be a big night it ended up being a big night but um He's like, oh, I'm wearing a ceramic watch. It's not going to scratch. And I was like, but if we take a, mm, yeah. a tumble the wrong way, then yeah. a lug's gone or whatever. Well, scratch is the it least just, of your worries. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather have a scratch or a ding or mm-hmm. something than the case just being gone. And that's it. Once it's, once you get a chip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't, no, forget you can't it. fix it. That's, that's it. Has he still got it? Yeah. yeah JP, it. It sell the night. dark side. Get rid of it. Okay. If there's one piece of advice to take away from this show, this this episode, this episode he's not listening to anymore. Which you're not listening to anymore because you've got into my drawers. Get rid of the dark side. No dark sides. No grey sides. No nothing. No no radios. No fucking Dior's and all that stuff. No, no. 
Oh, that, 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 I had a mate, you know, Amir, the guy we talked to, horror, horror, yeah, yeah, yeah. horrifile. He yeah. had a, and he didn't, we didn't mention it, and we didn't even mention it, I haven't talked to him about it, but he, I remember he had back in the day, he had a Jacques Edreau, um, or ceramic one, one of the ceramic ones they did, and it wasn't a very thick case, that, you know, that, that one, and it broke, um, somehow. Oh, I hope he doesn't mind me telling the story. Um, and it, and it just, it just, I mean, he had a, ha- a bit of hassle with the, with the, with the company to, you know, and he, and it just turned him right off, but it was just a simple thing. It wasn't even, a, I remember it wasn't a big hit. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a major thing, but it was just a bit too, a bit too under, well, under engineered, whatever. Um, it seems like a, and a, it was just terrible. It's like a temporary thing. It's not like a, yeah, it's not something that's, that's and that's why I have an issue with ceramic bezels as well. It's mm. just. Yeah, I, I guess. Know, it doesn't seem like it's for the lifetime of the watch. It's until it, it gets breaks broken. or yeah. it shatters and then it's done. There's no watchmaker in the world that can fix that. True, true. Yeah, I've never really... I kind of actually used to like ceramic bezels up until now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good. My work here is done. Maybe you're right. Yeah, I, I mean, I like the, I like the, you know, how they can make them look and... Uh, designs and stuff but yeah in a way and that, that's the last question we've done the last we've done six questions so that's the first card okay so we'll put that aside good um okay. good you had enough of that okay yeah. we can yeah we'll save the rest of them for the, the quiz show well, yeah. we're almost at two hours anyway so we, we should do our instagram yeah oh, hang on hang on i'm not finished yet my list what oh <laughs> sorry no i have i have a good list it's okay oh there was something what was i going to talk about um we're not talking about what's in with what the fifty billion dollar girl. What's her name again? Kim Kimberly. Um, people that I forget something piqued my interest, but I forgot what it was now, so it doesn't matter really. I said minus twenty six degrees. She said, "Remember that's what I'm thinking." It was stuck in my head. This is why people. This is what people have to realize when they ask why I would move back to Australia from Switzerland. Minus twenty six degrees. That's pretty fresh. Let me tell you. Yeah, that's what you took away from that episode. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and she's talking about that cold wind. There's the, the bees. She didn't, I'm not sure if she, what, what, yeah, there's it, a wind called the bees, which comes from the north and it is just perishing. And no matter how many layers of clothes you have on, it'll just go straight through you basically. And that's what I used to get walking down the street in Geneva and thinking, yeah, no, no, no. Enough. Yeah, when I asked her, would you ever come back to... Yeah, like, she wasn't keen, was she? No, she, she said like, no. Nah. And I was like, oh, I, it, that really surprised me because most people from mm. Europe love Australia. Yeah, but if you ask... Germans yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah, they do. They love, Absolutely. Yeah. If you'd asked me 15 years ago, I would have said the same, though, exactly the same. I was never, ever going to come back to Australia, ever. It was just mm. wasn't even in the in the equation. So I kind of surprised myself when I decided to. But so why did you? I don't know. <laughs> well that's probably why because it was minus 26 degrees um yeah. and a bunch of other stuff as well there was you know everyone's life's different everyone's got different different expectations and yeah life experiences behind them you know want to do something different and it's, it's, i mean i'm sure she's, she's got, well, that's, got it's roots the there, same obviously. like for me when people say to me will you ever go back to scotland what do you say i just can't imagine no. wanting to go back there it's just the quality of life here is just so much better yeah about what i've done here creating this fantastic oh no you can't go back there you can't leave (laughs) the fifth wish empire (laughs) if you think i drink a lot now just imagine going back to scotland and having to start drinking properly again and then doing podcasts it wouldn't it wouldn't go well Well, you could still do podcasts that's what people say i could go back to switzerland and still it'd be even better because i'd be there in the thick of it and i could still do these podcasts uh, true but there's but i just 
the lifestyle here is just standard of life and standard of living are not the same things. That's what I've figured out. What did you say? Not standard. What did you say before? Life, um, not lifestyle. Standard of yeah. yeah. Standard of life. But the living standard and the standard of life is not the same because living standard is you know all the all the facilities and everything you have there. What makes it good? Like you know, I've, I've only got I haven't got much of a reference. I've only lived in a few different places, but Switzerland mostly and here. Standard of living over there is brilliant. It's awesome, and you make a lot more money, and it's all, all everything's there. But in the, Switzerland, yeah, you make more yeah, money. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay. But but here, As a watchmaker. Uh, well, I wasn't really watchmaking behind the bench for long. You know, exactly. Kind of That's stuff. the thing. Like when I hear about watchmakers, when I meet watchmakers from Switzerland or from Europe mm. who've worked for the big groups, they say the money is shit there. I think I've said this before. They say the money they make, uh, the money a, a entry level technician makes here, diagnostics technician makes here, mm. is more than a qualified watchmaker makes in in switzerland yeah but you can you can quick you can do a lot of different stuff over there it's a really wide area of possibilities what you can do you can go into engineering yeah, true, you can go into true. sales like i did yeah. you can do all different stuff and, and and you can quick you know if, if you if you're half decent you can you can do you can do a lot of different things and you can you can make decent money but the thing is well i don't know again perth's not much of a reference either because it's expensive to live in perth for, for a number of reasons um, are you talking about the things you can do are you saying like Okay, you might the standard of living is better in Australia, but the quality of the lifestyle is that what you're saying? Like no, I'm saying the, the quality the restaurants and stuff like that. Quality better is better here. You know, the quality of life. I mean, I'm, I'm because I'm, I'm just saying because you know, climate's a massive part of the quality of someone's life of one's life. You know, because you can always live, you can live outside most of the time and all this stuff. I think the standard of living. You know, the official standard of living standard, whatever that is, you know, whether it's 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 you know, um, average wage or minimum wage and all the different stuff, is probably better in 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 Switzerland because you have, you know, a, a country with a massive history which has got everything sorted basically as far as logistics and 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 trains and roads and everything else. Everything's just awesome. But the quality of life, you know, the, the, as in what can you when you the good stuff after work going out and doing stuff um it's awesome for a few months of the year and it's good in that it's that it's handy for a lot of things you know it's a base it's it's a good spot to be you can go all over the place but if you just want to bring up kids in a healthy lifestyle it's kind of you know here's it's it's got a lot going for it basically even if it's just for me anyway that's how it appealed it's two different things standard of living and the quality of life and here it's a better quality of life in my my humble opinion but yeah, I could be wrong. <laughs> Is that confusing enough? I've had a few. Yeah, I've only had a couple I of things. That, I find that very confusing. Good, yeah. good. That's our aim to confuse that, people. That that speaks highly of your standard of life that you can have enough to drink exactly. to be confusing to someone else. Yeah, yeah. It's well, that's all, the main thing. That's all long, you need. As long as I'm confusing, that's fine. <laughs> I don't even know what I was trying to say. But I think I'm trying to just justify the fact that I'm back here and not over there in a beautiful country in the middle of summer over there. But. <sighs> Like I, I talk about coming, I talk about moving to Perth all the time to people. Do you? Jeez. Yeah. Let me know if you can do it. I'm like, Rob, Rob and I will be there. We'll be at Rodney's <laughs> Bait and Tackle. We'll be recording live from the bar every week. Oh no. People will, people will love it. And um, you should. Yeah. Occasionally, Paul Carter will turn up, and he'll be like, oh, "Hey, yeah. hey, guys." <laughs> was shitting blood last night. I tell you this story or something. I've got this monkey with me. I found this monkey or killed a rat. Yes, like that kind of that kind of thing. Like um, I, I, that is the kind of 
uh, a bit of a fantasy. That's only well, you should do it. Me. We, 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 we well, I'm, well, I'm sure we can afford to um, do a uh, crowdfunding thing for a ticket to Perth. Maybe not okay. a WASTEP for <laughs> two year WASTEP course, but a ticket to Perth we might be able to manage. So, okay, we've got three <laughs> crowdfunding things so far. We've got making the the video. Oh my goodness! Yeah, okay. We've got sending me to WASTEP. WASTEP, and now probably yeah, probably the easiest one. To, <laughs> to get to Rodney's bait and tackle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, one hand you got Wastep, my Rodney's bait and tackle. Yeah, I think you should go for go for, go for the bar. Actually, it's a pretty yeah, cool bar. I think so. Yeah. Were you planning to come back here at any time um, before this COVID thing? I suppose it's sort of one of those things that I just it makes me sad that I was there before and we didn't hang out. Yeah, that sucks. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like one of those sliding door things. Like we might have walked past each other in the street. Yeah. And you're like, who the fuck is this hippie? <laughs> and uh, I'm like, who's this old twat in a Vespa or something? No, like, I'm we still like, who the fuck is this? Who's this? Who's this? hippie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, well, that's life. Yeah. I'll be there soon enough, I'm sure. You will. You will. I hope. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, well, I'm, we're not going anywhere here. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to let you in too quick, though. We've got to keep the, keep the border closed for a little bit longer. True. <laughs> True. Oh, okay, I'm out, of my, I'm out of stuff to say. No, we can keep going. Okay. I can get another draw. Yeah, what? That's, <laughs> you don't want to burn through them all. I don't burn through who's the draws. Your, who's your Instagram Oh, I haven't got an Instagram. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, I thought of someone the other day. Victoria in Paris. Have we had her? It's a lady. Mm. Mm. I don't even I don't know. I think so. I know, I know of her. Who is she? I, I, um, I'm not sure. I think I've met her, but I'm not sure. She's a journalist, right? Yeah. She always seems to be going to... Yes swanky yeah things. yep 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 um who is she she's got a cool um, i've had some communication with her but i'm not sure whether i've actually met her or not i think i must have paris-based journalist and writer i remember getting mixed up somewhere just like me is she except i removed the paris-based journalist <laughs> and writer part I, I I did a Richard Mill event down in the south of France with a bunch of people, among which um, and one of there's two journalists, a big fashion journalist and a watch journalist. And I think she may have been there for that's when I was playing golf with Bubba Watson. You know, as you do, you know, just one of those things. Um, <laughs> what you were playing golf with Bubba? Oh, is this because he's a he's a uh, RM guy, right? Yes, he is. Yes, yes. Good spot too. It was. I wasn't. They don't pick the the dodgiest golf clubs to do their events at. Let me tell you. Is he a fat guy? Yeah, he's kind of. He's not slim. He's not skinny. He's not massively like fat. John Daly type. Who's John Daly? You don't know John Daly. My education is sadly neglected. Problem with this generation. <laughs> he was like. A, he was like me, but played golf. So he's like a hard, hard living guy. I think is the best way to. Well, yeah, he's it. he's a bit of a redneck. Put it that way. He's from. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's South yeah. Somewhere. That's. He's yeah, left-handed. John Daly. He's yeah. got a massive drive. This guy, um, interesting, but yeah, not not the most sophisticated person um, on the circuit. Put it that way. But knows how to whack a ball, which is important. Um, anyway, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of French journalists. I, I got in with a bunch of French journalists there, proper girls and ladies and stuff, and, and photographers and stuff. Was a, I think she might have been there. Anyway, that's Victoria in Paris, and now she's going to listen to this, and I don't haven't got a clue. I might not have never even met her. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Who's yours? Um, mine is new friend of the show and recent arrival to oh, our oh. Slack group Ooh, chat. Really? Email us at contact at to get added to that. His name is Marshall Sutcliffe and he oh, also Marshall. just reviewed a Ming. Really? Watch. Yeah. 
Okay. Just went live today. Uh-huh. Oh, the black one? his email... Yeah, the black one, yeah. Right. His email is... Email? Wristwatch... Sorry, not his email. His uh, <laughs> Instagram is... <laughs> Carry on. Wristwatch, wristwatch underscore revival. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Yes, wristwatch, wristwatch revival. Yes. So I'm, I'm filling in for for Michael. I'm going to start slurring my words. Uh, <laughs> carry on. And we've um, he's been kind of talking to us today because he's going to pick up a, a watch, right? He's going to pick up his yeah, he's a uh, Batgirl. Batgirl. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and is he, he picked it up yet? He must be on his way. I don't know. I mean, I've been too busy podcasting. I he did a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, good guy, though. Yeah, seems nice. Yeah. Not that I know him personally, but I mean, yeah, he's a good, good, uh, good contributor. Uh, okay, that's good, right? And so what, what do we need to do, Alex? Come on, tell us what we need to do. What do the listeners um, need to do? They don't have to do anything. Ah, perfect. I'm right going to stop doing that. The other people do it. <laughs> Fuck it, it doesn't matter. Like, Anthony does it, <laughs> Roman does it. Yeah, they, all do, it. Like, they do. Vinny, Vinny did a really good one on the, the group one. I did too. He did. He nailed it. He, he really did. I reckon he's, he's he's wrote it down. It's all scripted. These two go. You, you can't you can't say all that stuff. Problem. That's a problem. We 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 don't do that. No. Um, so we're not going to do that on our show anymore. <laughs> I do like that, Rob. Yeah, Brilliant. I like that. I'm impressed. Yeah, I am impressed. Let's make things easy for ourselves. Yeah. I just. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good. Brilliant. Go and follow so us on all that stuff. What's the only thing you have to do? Got to follow me on YouTube. No, we, we still. <laughs> I'm kidding. You selfish fuck. That's terrible. <laughs> the only uh, thing we have to do. Stay on time. <laughs> stay, stay on time. I don't know. What else you have to do? Stay on time. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, stay on time. is by the community for the community. We would love you to join the crew via our group chat on Slack. Email us at contact at fifthwrist.com and join the movement.